This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Monday, July 26th. I'm Matt Hoish. And I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, monsoons reduce fire risk. Local flights recover from pandemic lows. Original thinkers shifts to hybrid. And a mountain weather forecast. But first... Highway 145 at the bottom of Norwood Hill closed on Saturday due to a mudslide. The slide closed both directions of traffic and took a multi-agency response approximately three hours to reopen the road. Anyone checking out the weather forecast around Telluride for the last few days has seen a lot of thunderstorm clouds. The coming days look no different. Monsoon rains and their on-and-off downpours are upon us. But how does this year's rain compare to previous years so far? According to Megan Stackhouse, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Grand Junction, it's above average. Luckily, we've been on the right side of things this year, so we've been able to get a lot of that monsoonal moisture coming into the region from down south. So as a result, we've been seeing quite a bit of precip across the region, which is a welcome relief. Um, So yeah, this is pretty much the first good monsoon season since 2016, 2015. Monsoon rains come as wind shifts pull moisture from the Pacific and the Gulf. The last few years, Stackhouse says, high pressure has blocked that moisture from reaching the region. Not this year. And that high precipitation, she says, has helped when it comes to drought in the area. I think the last drought update, the San Juans were able to see a one-category improvement. Um, We're hoping to see even more improvement with the next drought update, which will be released this Thursday. When it comes to local wildfire risk, Telluride Fire Protection District Chief John Bennett says there has been a significant impact from the recent rains. Changing kind of the the moisture content, not only in the air, but uh, with our soils. The east end of San Miguel County recently rescinded stage one fire restrictions, as did the Grand Mesa, Uncompahgre, and Gunnison National Forests. But on the west end of San Miguel County, we're still at stage one fire restrictions. So uh, I wouldn't say that everywhere we've recovered. And Bennett adds, there's still the question of longer term recovery. You know, are we seeing that with the grasses? Yeah, we see great green up all across our meadows and all of that stuff. But, you know, I I think it's just going to take a bit more time to see where that goes with our larger fuels, our big trees and that sort of stuff. It takes Time for that stuff to get into the root systems. When it comes to wildfire prevention, Bennett says even with reduced restrictions, people should pay attention to their surroundings and environment. The adult, pay attention. Uh, if you're out in what's allowed within a fire restriction or without, that you know, if you if you got a fire out in the forest, that you're putting that out and you may, you're making sure everything's out. But if rains have helped lessen wildfire risk, they've also led to other risks namely floods and mudslides. Last week, mudslides temporarily closed roads in Telluride, and over the weekend, mudslides impacted traffic on Norwood Hill for several hours. Neither incident led to injuries. It's rained pretty hard, so when that happens, the opportunity for that moisture to absorb into the soils doesn't always happen. Sometimes it just runs off, and that's kind of what we're experiencing with some of our mudslide stuff. According to Stackhouse, it looks like rain will continue in the region over the coming days. It's going to be active at least through the next week and then potentially drying out. But for the most part, what we we see this time of year, as long as we have the moisture, the mountains are able to fire off convection every single day. So, um, 
even if we get a little bit drier air working to the region, we're still looking at showers and thunderstorms persisting for at least the next couple of weeks. Stackhouse recommends checking the weather forecast before heading out to avoid getting caught in a mudslide. Bennett adds people should sign up for Code Red alerts. Air travel is returning to something more normal after a year of COVID-grounded planes that sent people into their cars for adventure. We've seen a solid recovery in consumer confidence and travel confidence and bookings, etc. That's Matt Skinner, CEO of the Colorado Flights Alliance. Skinner presented a biannual review of the organization to Mountain Village Town Council earlier this month. According to Skinner, winter flights into the region, that's the Montrose Regional Airport and the Telluride Regional Airport, were down for 2020-2021, compared to 2019-2020 pre-pandemic. But an end-of-season bump brought numbers more or less back to normal. We had some decent early December. We were up and down through the winter, and then March really pulled us out and, and created a recovery uh, that came pretty close to historic averages. I think we were off about 5% by the time we got to the end of winter. And when it comes to 2021 summer numbers, travel is up from past years. Skinner says flights are up about 25% for the summer and even beating 2019 numbers. We're hoping that people are getting out of their cars as last summer and getting back in the planes. Um, and so it, it's been a nice, even and smooth flow. And what we like seeing are these bumps kind of in our shoulders. And so our biggest percentage gains, even though it's smaller numbers, are kind of in these shoulder periods, early June also. And so, you know, obviously 4th of July is up there. But really nice and spread, not all concentrated in six weeks of summer. And it really pleased to see the way it's all shaking out. With that said, Skinner notes travel numbers don't appear to be on a purely upward trajectory. We've started to see both consumer confidence and travel desire flatten over the last couple of months. So the expected surge, things were opening up, destinations were opening up. And really last year and last summer, in their own destinations, in the Chicago's and New York's of the world, if those were locked down, there was massive travel hits uh, from those areas, not just in our own. Um, and so really, as those urban areas have opened back up in some of our more historic markets, uh, we saw that big surge in people coming back out, but kind of flattening now and everything's starting to become a little bit more leveled off. Moving forward, Skinner says the Flights Alliance is focusing efforts on increasing routes into the Telluride Regional Airport. So it'll be smaller planes and smaller volumes, but again, very targeted customers. The Flights Alliance is also in talks to add an Alaska Airlines flight into Seattle, increasing access to the Pacific Northwest. However, Skinner notes the route will not be implemented this year. Telluride's Festival of Ideas is coming back in 2021, permanently shifted by the pandemic. What we learned from the pandemic was that we had to be a hybrid and it helped us pivot. And it's good for our business. It's good for our audience. It's good all around. And so Original Thinkers 2021 will be a full hybrid. That's David Holbrook, founder of the Original Thinkers Festival. The concept behind Original Thinkers is 10 shows, different presentations focusing on an idea or topic occurring over one weekend in the fall. Since I started this festival, I keep on saying less is more, that we wanted to have a distilled, smaller festival. And when we were doing 10 live shows over one weekend, it still felt like too much. So this year, Original Thinkers is putting six shows in person with another four completely virtual. All 10 will be available to the virtual audience and all 10 will be available to the in-person audience. They'll get six in person, then four 
um, virtually. There will also be a number of other activities. You know, yoga and tea treks and, and talks and all kinds of other stuff. While the format moving forward has been shifted due to COVID, Holbrook says the programming this year will also speak to the pandemic. And also by the 2020 election, and also, of course, by the Black Lives Matter movement, recognizing that that when we last did our full festival in 2019, there's been a radical reshift of the world, and, and we want to understand that. Last week, the festival announced its six in-person shows. Show one, Joy is an Inside Job, featuring the film Mission Joy by filmmaker Luis Hoyos, which focuses on a conversation between the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. We have a forensic traumatologist who's knocked out, plus a woman who, these are both women who are such disruptors of trauma, um, who have a, a woman who's a star of a film called Bears of Pine Ridge about suicide prevention efforts on the Pine Ridge Reservation. That's show two. Show three is called Our Purpose is Our Story. What do we want our lives to be? And what do we want them to tell about our own selves and what we've achieved in these lives? Truth Decay is number four. Which is the... Um, not the evaporation, but the, the the complicated nature of truth in the 21st century. Next, Becoming Braver. We have another film called Rebel Hearts, which looks at this group of radical nuns who in the 60s and 70s took on the patriarchy of the Los Angeles Archdiocese. That's show five. Finally, show six, Into the After. Trying to understand how we can build a, an architect a better tomorrow, Looking coming out of the pandemic. You know, when we went into it, everybody said, hey, things are going to change. And so much has, but how can we build change that's positive and really help create a world that works for everyone? The four virtual shows will be announced in the coming weeks. The Original Thinkers Festival will take place in person September 30th to October 3rd and virtually October 1st through 31st. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is beginning a tailing removal project on the valley floor this week. The project will remove contaminated soil and transport it by truck to a property owned by the Idorado Mining Company on the east end of Telluride. The work is scheduled to take three to four months, with trucks hauling the material six days a week. During the project, the EPA will hold a number of community meetings to update residents on the status of the project, the first meeting will take place at the Wilkinson Public Library on Wednesday, August 25th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 to 7 p.m. There will also be updates on September 22nd and October 20th. Air is all around us, but how often do we think about it? Given that we're breathing it pretty much every second of every day, probably not enough. This Tuesday, the Telluride Science Research Center will turn its focus to the essential invisible stuff with a town talk about healthy air, climate, and environmental equity in cities. The talk will feature Kevin Gurney, an atmospheric scientist from Northern Arizona University, Amy Muller, an environmental scientist and engineer from Northeastern University, and Ron Cohen, an atmospheric chemist from the University of California, Berkeley. The panelists will discuss the scientific support for understanding and planning to reduce urban carbon footprints while also improving air quality and reducing environmental inequities. The town talk will take place this Tuesday from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Transfer Warehouse. 
The Colorado Department of Transportation will begin construction on a section of Highway 550 south of Ure next week, between mile markers 80 and 81.5. CDOT is working on a culvert repair project to allow for unobstructed water flow beneath the roadway, in addition to improving parking and pullout areas along Red Mountain Pass. The work is scheduled to begin August 2nd and continue into the fall. Motorists should expect brief lane closures and shifts and shoulder closures. Lake Powell on the Colorado River has hit a new historic low point. The nation's second largest reservoir has dropped past its previous record low set in 2005. Wayne Pullen oversees the Upper Colorado River Basin operations for the Bureau of Reclamation. That's probably a benchmark worth noting. So we haven't been that low since we filled, uh, filled Lake Powell back in 1964-1965. Uh, Pullen's agency recently began emergency releases from reservoirs upstream of Lake Powell, including Blue Mesa Reservoir, to preserve its ability to generate hydroelectric power. Powell is the nation's second largest reservoir and part of a water delivery system that more than 40 million people rely on. Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland was in Ridgeway on Saturday, hearing from local stakeholders that helped to write the CORE Act, a federal bill that would protect some 400,000 acres in Colorado. KBUT's Christopher Biddle has more. As a member of Congress, Deb Holland supported the CORE Act, and now in her position with the Biden administration, she says she still supports it. The CORE Act is a model for outdoor recreation work that's envisioned in the president's America the Beautiful initiative. At Interior, we recognize efforts are best when they're locally led and locally designed. Holland spoke to about 20 local stakeholders outside at the top of the Pines Nature Preserve, a cloud-covered Mount Sneffels behind her. She was flanked by Colorado Senators John Hickenlooper and Michael Bennett. Bennett is sponsoring the bill in the Senate. The Corps Act aims to protect land from oil and gas development and promote the outdoor recreation economy. It's passed the House several times, including this session. Many have high hopes for it to finally pass the Senate in 2021. For KBUT News, I'm Christopher Biddle. The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight with a low around 50 degrees. Thursday, expect showers and thunderstorms with a high near 70 degrees. And Tuesday night, there is a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms with a low around 50 degrees. Wednesday calls for showers and thunderstorms with a high near 70. Wednesday night, there's a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms with a low around 50 degrees. This has been the news for Monday, July 26th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 728-3206.